so on i literally plan nothing i don't have my phone this could be the worst episode will it be the worst episode i don't know do i sound super confident just starting by saying it's gonna be the worst episode you bet your ass because because vulnerability is confidence dude that that is what it is people are walking around being like i'm the best or i believe in myself and they think that's confidence no dude confidence is i'm the worst that's what it is dude confidence is saying is is knowing when it's time to say you suck that's what it is and you know how ladies love confidence dude let's just say if you want the ladies you walk around you go to a bar and you'd be like i suck dude you don't want to date me no 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 not because i'm like a bad boy or anything no 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 you don't want to date me because i suck dude i have a bad personality i'm not handsome dude that's how you get it dude screw all this screw all this machismo dude start being vulnerable you know what else is vulnerable? Uh, hosting a podcast and having a pee stain uh, on your pants because you went to the toilet before you uh, you podcast, and now there's a little little stain. That's confidence. And what's more confident about it is not showing it. Not showing it. It would have been pretty confident for me to be like, "Yo, look at this pee stain. What are you going to do about it?" I'm vulnerable, but it's 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 all left to the imagination. And do you know why it's more? Do you know why it's more uh, uh, vulnerable and thus more confident? Because, you know, I could show you the piece name and you could see that for what the size it is, or I can let you imagine it. I can let you imagine it. And right now you're probably thinking that I just straight up pissed my whole pants. And so you're thinking, wow, this guy, he just pissed his own pants and went to a podcast. And if that's not vulnerability, I don't know what is. I don't know what it is. Now I'm going to let you in on a little something that I normally wouldn't. The pee stain, it's very small. It's about a little bit, but that was just a lesson because you guys were thinking, oh man, this guy's pants much, but he didn't even miss the toilet, dude. He just thought he was peeing in the toilet, but never took down his pants, dude. He just pissed his pants all the way. Nah, man. I'm giving you lessons, dude. I'm giving you lessons about life, man. Dude, have y'all ever pissed your pants? You had to have pissed your pants, dude. You had to have, dude. I was at a football camp in uh, at Santa Barbara, University of California, Santa Barbara. I was in like the seventh grade. And uh, it was like a big football camp. And uh, there was this Oklahoma drill. It's a big football drill. You have a two linemen and then a linebacker and a and a running back. And so the linemen kind of duke it out, kind of make a lane, and then the running back attempts to go through their lane, and they have to miss the tackle of the linebacker. And of course, you know if the ball ca- if the ball carrier stopped before the line, the defense wins and the offense wins the other way. Whatever. So I was doing that drill, and I was like, "Well, I got a pee pee, coach. Can I go pee pee?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's over there." 
And so I went to run to the stadium there where the the the, the pee pee places. What's that called? Oh, a bathroom. <laughs> you know what? It's called the pee pee place now. That's it. It's called the pee pee place. So I went to the pee pee place, and I'm like approaching, and I'm like, "Ooh, I really gotta go pee pee." I'm glad I'm almost at the pee pee place, but I wasn't at the pee pee place. So I get into the pee pee place, and I get to the to the stall to the pee pee the pee pee stall, and uh, I'm like about to bust. <laughs> With P. All right. I was in eighth grade. Calm down. I was going to bust with P. I was going to bust with other stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, great. I'm here. I just pull down the pants and I go. I'm old enough to know that. But here's the problem. Football pants are like the fucking hardest things ever to take off. They're stringed up. They're Velcro together. And it, when you get past that, they're hard to pull down. And you have a jock strap, which is like usually a really tight compression thing with of course like a like sometimes like a hard shell like the like the fucking jock strap. So that you gotta get past. And then you have usually underwear. So it's like getting your stuff over that it like takes a while. And I was literally standing at the stall and I couldn't do it. And I just pissed myself all the way. I was literally standing in front of a toilet and my hands were up and I said, this is, this is on God. This is on God, dude. <laughs> and, and then I was, they were white pants. They were white pants, but after they were slightly yellow pants. And, uh, uh, what, you know, what's even better. Get this. So it's a sleepaway camp at this football camp, right? We stayed at the dorms and every day we would walk to and from the main football field, wake up, eat, walk to the football field, go back for lunch, go back there. There's a lot of walking. And the walk from the stadium to the to the dorm, there's like a solid 15, 20-minute walk that I did covered in my own pee-pee. And it was the worst walk. But you know, on that same walk, a, a few college girls, uh, they flashed us. And that made it all way worth it. I was in the seventh grade. I had never seen boobies. And hey, man. Boobies are pretty cool. I don't. Hey guys, if you got if you got your kids in the room, listening to the pod, maybe cover their ears because they you might not want to let them know that guys, <laughs> boobies are pretty cool. You guys know about boobies, <laughs> dude. So far, I've said pee pee and boobies, dude. What's coming next? Things happen in threes. What's the next thing? We're just gonna let it happen naturally. Oh man, that football camp was dope. By the way, that was a cool camp. It was a uh, what was the name of the company? I forgot the name of the company. I don't know if it exists. Uh, so what happened? Here, here's my football story. When I was like, when I like my story of my middle school football days. So sixth grade, I joined football. I was not a very good athlete. I was absolutely terrible. I was a twelve play player. If you know anything about youth league football, there's something called a twelve play player. Every single person on that team must play a minimum of twelve plays. So you have a terrible, terrible player, that guy's getting 12 plays. So I was a 12-play player. I was very bad. and But I liked it. I liked football. I was a bigger kid. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I can keep doing this. I liked it. There was, there was no thought of me ever quitting. And so my uh, parents signed me up for this football camp. And uh, um, they they said, they, the huge field, a bunch of kids of all different ages, little kids younger than me, all the way up to 18-year-old high school players. And the coach was some big falutin coach. I don't know. And he had everybody line up in, so imagine a big field, one line 
of the field here, one line here and one line here, kind of like a like a horseshoe shape. This line were the kids' ages, I think like, oh man, it was like ele- like up until sixth, it was like up until seventh grade, maybe. Then this line was like seventh to ninth grade, and then this line was uh, a tenth to twelfth. Get in your line. So, of course, the lines are not completely even. And they said, oh, they said, order yourselves from shortest to tallest. Each line, shorter yourself, order shortest to tallest. So they go to my line, and I am in the youngest group. And I am the second tallest person in the group. And the guy taller than me, I remember he was a bit skinny. And I was a, I was a pretty thick kid. I wasn't fat, but I was a thick kid. So, like, I was definitely the biggest kid in this group. So I'm sitting there like, dude, this week is going to be dope. I'm terrible at football, but I'm way bigger than these kids, and I'm going to kick their ass. And they, they said, uh, top five tallest players from this group, you're going to this group. So I ended up, the whole camp, being in the older group than I was supposed to be because I was a little bit bigger. Which pushed me, for sure. It was dope. I was, I was about their size, you know, but they were clearly a little stronger, a little more athletic. And remember, I was not good. It's not like I was a talented player. I was just super bad. So I get into this group and, uh, okay, they say, guys, um, you know, if you're a lineman, because I was a lineman, um, O-lineman, they said something about defensive line and I wanted to play defensive line. I did offensive line, but I really wanted to play defensive line. And they said, defensive line, go over here. Okay. So I join the group and I'm, I'm, I'm doing drills with them and I'm getting my ass handed to me, just demolished. And all the kids were really big. And I was like, damn, like I was just the biggest player in that group. One, one group up. I'm the smallest. I am at least halfway. Come on. Like that's, that doesn't make sense. So I'm doing these drills and these are some, I mean, thinking back now, these guys probably were 260 something pounds. I was 180. I was about 180. 170 to 180. You know what? No, I was 175-ish. Don't ask me how I know that. I was under 180. Hey, do you care? No. Um, and I'm with these kids. These guys are like 250. These are some big kids. They got hair in their arm. And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of stuff. I thought that wasn't supposed to be in your head. It's on your arm. What the fuck? Damn. Um, and I do the drills. And I remember pulling a bicep muscle, I which didn't hurt. It hurt. It didn't feel good. It hurt. And I go to the coach. I'm like, coach, I pulled a muscle. He's like, ah, what group were you with? I'm with that group. What are you doing? Stop. And he gets like kind of mad at me. And I'd never had a coach get that mad at me for, you know, complaining about a, an injury or whatever. He's a pretty gruff dude. And I and I finish the drill and I go to the, the coach. That, that was the head coach who was the gruff guy. But there was a coach running the, the drill. And I said, uh, coach, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not in the right, you know, position. Should I be playing? He said, well... What do you mean? You you look fine. I mean, you. He said, "How old are you?" I said, "I'm 13 or 12. I think I was 13. What? How old are you in seventh grade? Whatever it was." And he's like, "What?" I didn't realize that the announcement about the offensive line, defensive line today, the that third group, those seniors in high school group, or the sophomore, junior, seniors in high school group, was doing defensive line drills, and that middle group that I was, you know, freshly in was doing offensive line drills. If I heard it right, I would have gone to the offensive line drills with my age group and then the next day gone to the defensive line with the age group, with my correct age group, which is still not my correct age group. Remember, I'm one up. So I, I not for that day, not only did I jump to the middle group, I actually ended up jumping two groups. <laughs> so that's why they were like 250 pounds and had hair on their arm because they were 17 and I was 12. 
and they kicked my ass and I got injured. And so that coach found out that gruff one and he was like, hey, man, come here. Hey, kid, I'm sorry. I thought you were one of the older kids. He thought I was, he didn't know I was 13. He thought I was some pussy ass 18 year old being like, I don't like football. I'm a pussy, dude. And he, and he like, he was like, hey, man, good for you. You were, you were going in the, I was going in the seventh grade and doing drills with fucking seniors in high school, man. Probably some of them were pretty good too. I, I don't really know now, but like, even for their age group, they might have been super good players. Um, yeah, and so I ended up doing again the rest of the the the, the camp with uh, that middle group, and uh, it was super cool because I was thirteen, but I was hanging out with like fifteen, sixteen year olds, and like I was like their little mascot. They were like, "Hey, it's Morgan, the younger kid," so they messed with me, but like they never bullied me or anything. But it was cool. They called me Lion because my last name's Lionwall, so they were like, "He's a lion." And uh, I say this, it was like the best camp that ever happened to me because for whatever reason, something clicked at that camp and I went back to normal football and I went from 12th player, player to like definitely one of the best players on the team. I guess I grew into it. Maybe what they taught me, maybe because I was working so hard for like a week against these older players who were better and stronger that I just kind of, kind of baptism by fire. Maybe that, you know, kicked me in, but it was a cool experience. I never did one of those camps again. Um, I don't know why, but, uh, and still the, the best part is that, uh, I got to see some boobies. That's the best part. I love being better at football, but you know what? I got to see boobies for the first time and it was dope. It was dope. And Hey guys, I'm just going to say this now. If you hear this, you know, if you're not, don't tell my girl that I maybe said this, she's right on the other side of the wall and she can hear it, but you know, I'm just going to say this. I don't need to give you any details. But I don't know, guys, if you guys know this. But when girls go on birth control, all right, they go on birth control. Some birth control makes certain parts of their body, i.e. the boobies, a little bigger. It makes your boobies a little bigger. Now, that's just a piece of science I'm saying. And so I respond with that piece of science by saying, your boy likes birth control. And that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. You do the math. Birth control makes boobies bigger. I like birth control. What does that equal? (laughs) That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's all I got to say about that, dude. Dude. Straight up, birth control fucking rocks, dude. And not for the reasons you might think. It also rocks that way. But all I'm saying is what I'm saying. And that's all I got to say about that. What are we at, dude? Hey, man. That, dude, hey, you know what? I always self-congratulate myself when I look down and there's a time period that's passed and I've talked. When I say I'm going to have a bad episode, even though I'm so vulnerable and confident. Damn, dude. Damn. Hey, you know it's been fun. So I've been, you know, I've been with my girl, and and it, this has been a nice thing. So uh, I'll try to make it funny, but who cares? My uh, my girl, uh, huge into fashion, makeup. She works for Bloomingdale's. Big into makeup. She watches those like makeup tutorials, which I know nothing about. But she's like super into that world, dude. This girl can see a picture of like a girl's face and be like, oh, she's wearing this blush and like know the company and the color shit like this girl knows her makeup and um uh uh, she's been she her dream is 
you know, starting her own makeup line. You know, and I was like, well, you know, the, I think one of the ways to do it, and she knows this way fucking more than I do, is uh, like have one of these YouTube channels. So long story short, dude, she's starting her YouTube channel. Her name's Gia. The, the YouTube channel's Gia Therese. And it's going to be like makeup tutorials and all this shit. And like, you know, I helped her a little bit because I've done this pod stuff. So just a little bullshit, like not editing. She's better at the editing stuff than I am. But like, like what equipment you might need or like how to set it up and like a little lighting. And like, it's been so cool. You know, we're all in quarantine. We're all fucking sitting around. And I think, you know, uh, let's be real. A plus of the quarantine for the people who are healthy is we get two months to do the shit we've always said we wanted to do. Dude, you know a hundred people who are like, oh, if I just had the time, I would do this, this, and this. For a lot of us, man, I'm not trying, hey, you know there's people out there who are sick, dealing with sick people. That's a thing. I'm not trying to say this is a great time. But for the people who aren't, man, you get to, you're forced to stay inside. A lot of your, what's it called? A lot of these people's aspirations are... We'll just call it computer-based. A lot of companies, you know, you can do a lot of things on the computer. You don't have to be outside. Like, there are a lot of businesses that people want to start apps. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. Make an app. But yeah, man, we get to do it, dude. So I get to do this podcast. You know, dude, I'm a comedian, and it's hard to do shit during normal, non-quarantine times. You know, I'm trying to take advantage of it and do shit. And so it's been very cool to see uh, my girl putting her butt her, putting her butt down. That's not a phrase. When you work hard, do you put your butt down? Dude, you just put you just put your butt down and stay forward, dude. My girl's been putting her butt down. It's <laughs> a weird phrase. Don't take that the wrong way, dude. Dude, don't fucking that's my girlfriend, dude. Yeah, man. So she's making her thing, dude. I'll announce it when it's out. Oh, and I can't do that with my knees. Hey, man, trying to have a con- a, a normal conversation with my friend, the audience, and when I fold my legs, takes up half the screen. Damn it, dude. But yeah, man, Gia Therese, dude, she's doing makeup stuff. And I'm going to be real, I'm not just saying this, because she's my girl, and that she's going to listen to it. She's never done much, like, she's done performing stuff when she was younger, but she, like, isn't a performer. She's rocking it, dude. She's rocking it, dude. She's quirky. She's funny. She's B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L, if you know what I mean. You know? She looks great. And it's, like, quirky, and she's, like, good at editing. That was the thing that impressed me, dude. She was, like, doing fun little sound effects and... And uh, what's it, you know, visual things, dude? I have no idea, dude. I, I, do, I just take these files and I throw them on a thing and I press a button and it goes, dude. Which maybe I should look into that. <laughs> hey, maybe I should look into that. Nah, dude, I put work into the pod, dude. It's hard to have a pod, man, dude. I just, I just share my soul with you guys. I, sh- I spread my, my, I share my love and my soul with you and it's just really taxing man nah dude you don't even know who i am dude you don't even know who i am man y'all getting anxious when there's a lot of stuff just around i get anxious when there's stuff around dude do you know what i dream of like when i think of like a house you know like a dream home Dude, you know when you walk into these people's houses and it's like all white, everything's white, and the only thing that isn't just white floor or wall is just like this little like Japanese statue or like a little, just a little thing in the middle and it's like super feng shui and there's like a little fountain. 
it's like trickles water and there's nothing in the house. Like there's a couch, just like uber simple, very feng shui. That's my shit, dude. Dude, I'm in this garage right now. There is just stuff everywhere. Ooh, girl, there's stuff all over and it's giving me anxiety. It's giving me anxiety. Woohoo! Anxiety. You can't copyright that because I just wrote it, dude. You can't copyright music that I write, dude. Woo! Hmm. <laughs> know about anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, this podcast is going off the rails. I said it would be bad, but then it actually got okay. I told a fun story with some jokes in it, and now there's ten minutes left, and I don't know what to do. Oh, girl, I just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I went to Costco. Hey, man, get the fuck away from me. Hey, man. I'm, if I'm at Costco, don't approach me. Don't approach anyone. Six feet away. Holy shit, dude. We're in the back corner of the Costco getting some stuff. I guess the whole world decided to be there. We're just having a good old time. Hey, guy who drove a pickup truck to Costco. Get the fuck away from me, man. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, guy with cargo shorts. Hey, girl with platform flip-flops. Who's fucking 70? Get away from me. No offense, you might be a cool person and all. But let's talk on the phone, because I don't want you to be next to me. Stop breathing on me, man. Oh, and also, hey, man, if you pick up a piece of food, like a box or something... Take it home. Hey, man, if you go putting your nice hands covered in whatever the fuck they're covered in and you start touching all the food. Hey, man. Buy it. Buy it. This is an ASMR video for fucking stupid ass people. And if you're a stupid ass person touching all the food at Costco, take out your credit card. And buy it. Fucking buy it, dude. That's my PSA. Costco's cool. I don't want to blame Costco. They're doing what they can. Hey, hey, also, of all the places to get things, Costco is the size of a country. The lanes are as wide as a freeway. Why are you next to me? Go three lanes over. Hey, Costco's the biggest place ever. Hey, Costco is the biggest place ever. That's exactly what I meant. It's exactly what I meant. Costco is the biggest place ever. Why are you next to me, dude? Oh, and for sure, if you fucking drove to Costco in a pickup truck and you have cargo shorts on and you are putting your food, your hands through all the food and being like, oh, what is this grape? Hmm, what's this one? Hey, if you're if that's you... If that's you, Roger, because your name is Roger, dude, hey, Roger, buy it. 
Roger, this is an ASMR video for you as you're going to sleep and relaxing to the sounds of my voice. I just wanted to let you know that you're a fucking idiot. I think I can make a lot of money on ASMR. Dude, I think I'm an ASMR king, dude. Have I talked about this thing called mesophonia? Oh, dude, this is perfect. Okay. ASMR, I'm real real now. Real. I hate ASMR, and it's not for the reason you think. So I have this thing called mesophonia. I'm not kidding. This is a thing. It is a hatred of sound. There are certain sounds in the world that when I hear trigger me to the point, oh, dude, do I even have time to tell this? Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm fucking going for it, dude. This is a get ready. That trigger me. These sounds trigger me more than you. And the sounds are like food-related, mouth-related, chewing gum, food, slurping, those kind of things. Now, I tell this to people, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, chewing gum, man, that can be so annoying. Hey, have you ever wanted to kill someone because they're chewing gum? Because I have. Because I have. It sucks. If you actually have it, then cool. And maybe it's such a specific thing, I've just never believed anybody when they tell me they have it. And that could be an asshole move. But me and my dad have it. I got it from my dad. I hate when people chew noises. And when people talk really close to the microphone, you hear how every time I open my mouth, there's a little smacky noise. That makes me not watch your video. So don't be too close. But guess what? Somebody out there has made profit off it because they created this thing called ASMR. Dude, the thing that literally drives me fucking crazy is calming people. People are doing ASMR videos to calm them or whatever. Do they get, is it a horny thing? Do people get fucking horny off this? Hey, producer, that doesn't exist. Do people get horny off this? Okay. I don't know if this is a, I, I don't know. Is it a thing? It's like so soft and sensual that people jack to, I don't know, but I think it's a sleep thing. I think it's a calming, you know, thing. And it makes me want to fucking drive a knife through everybody's face. One time I was on the Metro and a woman was chewing gum very loudly. And I, over years, have created certain defense mechanisms for me to deal with this. And something I do is if I see somebody chewing gum, I will pretend out loud to chew gum. I will literally do this with my mouth and pretend I'm chewing gum. And I don't do it. Some people do it like they're looking at them like, that's you, idiot. No, that's too confrontational. And I can be a pussy sometimes. What I do is I don't look at them. I just kind of do it. And what I hope they see is some asshole, me, chewing so loudly. And I want through their brain to go, that guy's chewing so loud, that's annoying. And then them realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm chewing loudly too. Let me quiet down. This is what happens when you're a crazy person. You come up with these things. Okay, but this one time, I was doing that. And I unfortunately didn't realize this, but was looking at another person I thought I was looking at the person who was doing it, but I realized the person really making the sound was some other idiot chewing gum that I was staring right at, probably with a little bit of a toot. And this woman stood up and started cursing at me in Spanish. And the only words I was able to make out were El Diablo. She said El Diablo. And I realized that I was confronting some woman and she decided to curse me to the devil. So I got scared. And I walked away and I made it seem like she was a crazy person because if you were, isn't, isn't that crazy, dude? I made everybody think she was the crazy person and I was so the crazy person. 
So, dude, everybody looked and just saw some random woman yelling at a guy. I'm, I looked around like, wow, this girl. And I walked to this. I don't need to deal with this. And probably everyone was like, yeah, that guy, he seems normal. This girl's a little wackadoodle. But no, I was the one who was literally imitating her chewing gum to her face to antagonize her. Man, it sucks, dude. Dude, I told this to somebody once, this whole ordeal. And they were like, dude, what happens when someone's giving you a blowjob? And I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, like, it feels good, but also it makes all that sound. And I'm like, damn, dude, I never thought of that. Hey, guess what? Blowjobs feel better than these sounds suck to hear. That was the worst possible way of saying that. I even said suck. I made a accidental double entendre. Let me try again. Blowjobs feel better than the hate I feel listening to people make mouth noises. A little bit better. A little bit better. Hey, you know what, dude? Next time, if it's bothering me, dude, let's say, you know, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little dumb. You know, I'm getting a little fucking dumb. And I start hearing them. And I do this. Dude, I'm getting, this is me getting, I'm like, mm, yeah, this feels good. Oh, watch, watch, watch. You ready, ready? Watch, you ready? Oh, shit, I'm getting dumb. Mm, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is nice. Keep these suckers on, baby. <laughs> Anytime I've ever told that kind of joke, because it's not really like a joke joke, but like I've told that to people, I don't actually have headphones, so I mime the headphones, and I attempted to mime the headphones, but then I realized I'm wearing headphones. Can I torture you any longer? Absolutely not. That was a weird little fun episode. I liked it. I liked it, dude. Dude, one th- dude, once that camera turns on, your boy is a a dynamo. That's the best way to put it. Dude, and get this. Somewhere in Thousand Oaks, California, a guy is in the garage of his girlfriend's dad and he's calling himself a dynamo. That's happening right now. Guys, it's line on the wall. I'm Morgan Linewall. Like and subscribe my shit. Just give me money, dude. <sighs> my life would be way better. Way better. If I made money doing this. Like it. Make it better, dude. Laugh at my stuff. I'm so funny. Haha, ha, dude. I'm a dynamo, dude. I'm a dynamo, and I don't care who knows it, guys. It's line on the wall. That's the episode. Peace. Of one, two, three people Are all different and yet we're equal But swiping me may not work for you So do what you gotta do you gotta, 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 gotta. Some people keep the faith going to church